This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh my gosh. Okay, so if you are the owner of a Snuggie, you are in luck and you are going to be rolling in some dough. I got to tell you about this on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And Bradley, it's not just the Snuggie. That's the best part of this whole story. So All-Star, I'm sorry, it's not All-Star Marketing. It is actually, it's All-Star Marketing Group. They're the ones that brought forth the delightful backwards robe or blanket with arms called the Snuggie. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things you'll remember about the Snuggie is when it first hit the market, there was no other way to purchase it except for buy one, get one free online. Or on, I'm sorry, by but wait, there's more. Exactly. Call now and you'll get another one. Precisely. Yeah. So you, they always came in pairs of two. Well, it turns out they weren't really buy one, get one free. And the Federal Trade Commission uh, got wind of this and uh, they've released a news release that explains that if you, bu- if you bought a buy one, get one free Snuggie, you will be getting money back from All Star Marketing. Oh, I thought w- when you said there was like a uh, like a lawsuit that it was going to be like people were being electrocuted in their snuggies. No, but I get that because they they do. Didn't they hold have electric the ones. Yeah, you gave me one. Yeah, it's called a cozy, and I love it, and I still use it. Okay, every day. so the reason that they went they got sued is because <laughs> is, they you could only get one. You, no. you basically were buying two. But they made you think you were buying one and getting one free. That is more like it. Yep. Because you you weren't getting that second one free. There were a bunch of hidden hidden fees that were um, that, that they were keeping from consumers. And so the consumers thought that they were buying them, but they were really buying them at a higher jacked up price. Yeah. And and there were fees that they were paying, including but not limited to shipping and handling and yeah. other types of, of fees. Well, here's the exciting part. It's not just the Snuggie. Oh, wait, but wait, there's, there's more. more. So if, if you bought other items? Yes. All-Star also- Marketing Group is also responsible for about six total as seen on TV items that are mm, pretty popular. So uh, something tells me you're getting a fat check because I guarantee you've got more than one of these. Okay, ready? The average on this? This and this is what I've read. The average on this is about $33 is what they are refunding consumers who purchased any one of these Only six is, as seen on TV items. Do you still have your receipts? It's, you know, here's the thing. It says people who bought the products over the last 20 years could see a refund. To me, it's I haven't asked questions. There is a number in a consumer helpline. I will be calling it. Yeah, because most likely you're going to have to have proof of purchase. We have four Snuggies. Yeah. Because my husband didn't know that they were buy one, get one, and he was trying to buy two. 
So we oh got God. four. Oh my God. So Okay, you said there were others, and I, I speculated okay. that this is not the only one that you're gonna uh, see some have. money from. Um and so if I'm looking at this list here, it says the settlement includes Customers who brought the Snuggie, but also some other things. And I bet I can tell you which one of these other things you actually have. Oh, fun. Okay, yeah. You yeah. want to you wanna play the, the home game? Yeah. Okay, so start with the Snuggie. Okay, so, well, we know you have the Snuggie. Oh, yeah, I've got four of yeah, them. You just said you had four. Plus, I have a cozy. Plus, I have three kids' Snuggies. Just to refresh your memory, here's... Here's what the infomercial for the Snuggie sounded like. The Snuggie, the blanket that has sleeves. The Snuggie keeps you totally warm and gives you the freedom to use your hands. So now you can work the remote or read a book in total warmth and comfort. Use your laptop without being cold or enjoy a snack while staying snuggly warm. Snuggie is made of ultra soft, thick, luxurious fleece with oversized sleeves. How could you you not want that? I don't understand. I mean, it's called a blanket. That's what I've never understood is why anybody would shell out. How much did you pay for these things? I don't remember. 1995 or something. Yeah, 1995 for something Probably. you already have in your house. But it has sleeves. Yeah, but also the thing with the sleeves is that if you're wearing a sweater and you want to put your arm into the sleeve, it gets all tangled up and then no, you get not thrown. Not wizard sleeves. They're huge. They're fantastic. Don't say wizard <laughs> not They're only, fantastic. Not only that, but like... <laughs> I will never. I don't like sweaters. I like cardigans because I have to be able to take something on and off depending on how hot I am. Mm-hmm. With a snuggie, you have to like get all up in it. It's going to ruin your hair. I feel like they could have had a cardigan snuggie, no. and that would have been more of a. Anyway, snuggie. We know best. you have. Yes, I There's do. There's also something I know you have for a fact: mm-hmm. the perfect bacon bowl. Oh, because funny, you gave you me ask. one of those. Because I got to buy one get one, and you got the free one, and I got oh, the oh great. I mean, so you I, gave you, me uh, no, free wait, crap. Sorry, I paid for one for you and I kept the free one. Remember the perfect bacon wow. bowl? Bacon. Wow. The sizzle. The scent. The mouth-watering taste. Didn't think it could get any better? Watch. We're turning bacon upside down. Introducing Perfect Bacon Bowl. The easy way to make delicious edible bowls out of bacon for fun, savory, crunchable yum. Also, Just wrap your favorite yeah. bacon, bacon sound like that? Okay, I'm sorry. You're not recognizing the thing I thought you'd recognize first. Listen to the music. Bacon bowls. Eggs and hash browns for breakfast? It's better in a bacon bowl. BLT for lunch? Recognize perfect. that? music Bradley no. makes a whole new that is this, okay excuse <laughs> excuse that is the exact same music bed that you use for your California closets commercial it is yes play it again uh, yeah I'll play this again for you here is the bacon bowl bacon the sizzle the scent oh my god the now play the California closets one didn't think it could get it. any better what is that hilarious bacon upside down introducing perfect bacon bowl the easy way to make delicious edible bowls out of bacon do you have the Cal closets yeah, yeah, yeah here it is oh, hold on a second um it's gonna take me a second okay that's so okay. I just anyway, want you to that's know not why we're here well that's not why we're here yeah okay it's fine um so i know that you have one of these clearly Mm -hmm. so that one you can definitely get also um holly do you want to talk about the perfect bacon bowl why would i want to talk about the perfect bacon bowl it's not a something you'd want to spend your money on because it's dumb okay all right i just was double checking what is wrong with you people you make a bowl out of bacon it's like a bread bowl but it's a bacon bowl You you put some I don't got time for bacon bowl. Oh I've just eaten bacon. And also, can't you use a muffin tin to achieve yeah. the same results? Well, flip not the in the microwave, but... Oh, that's true. But flip the muffin tin upside down. Put it in the oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like okay, your tone. Okay, so um, <laughs> here's one I know you have because I'm pretty sure I bought it for you. What? The Perfect Brownie Pan. You did not. I do not have the Perfect Brownie Pan. I swear I bought you no, that. No, you bought me an awesome meatloaf pan, which I adore. That's it's the, the one the that you... It's the same one, isn't it? No, it's different. Uh, no, I do not have the Perfect Brownie Pan. I What I do have is a meatloaf pan that you did buy me where you can lift the meatloaf thing out of the middle. It is fantastic. I highly recommend it to all oh, people. This, yeah, this one's different. I don't have the perfect brownie pan. Try again, though. There's one more on this list that I have. Magic. It's not the magic mesh door. No. The cat's meow. I do have the cat's meow. Oh, God. Listen to this. Meow, the exciting new cat toy that keeps your kitty entertained at play both night and day. Just press the button and watch Cat's Meow silently attract your pet instantly as she tries to catch Is this a thing that like just has a spinning arm? Yep. How much was that? I don't know. It was a gift. Wow. I think it's 1995. Everything is 1995. So the the six. These are the six products that. You could see money back from if you bought them as seen on TV. The Snuggie, the Perfect Bacon Bowl, the Magic Mesh Door, the Perfect Brownie Pan, Cat's Meow, what and the Roto punch? punch. Well, I got to tell you something. I didn't know what a Roto Punch was. And then I watched the commercial for it. Oh, and guess what? I see what it is. I want the dumb Roto Punch Why? now. I don't know. Have you ever not? It's a dumb hole punch. But you know, some hole punches are not the right size or maybe they aren't strong enough. But the Roto Punch packs a punch oh it's the complete home mending solution that <laughs> you do need you help needed. you also, seriously you can put need snaps help. on things with it and i i don't know if you've ever put snaps on without a tool it is it, it they it um, can go wrong all right do you make leather goods no why but do you need I to put would. snaps on stuff why wouldn't you i mean it's just kind of a good thing what? to have around just in case okay. you need a snap okay in a snap hey. anyone am i alone Hello? All right. Again, so you lost I lost your mind. I know that there is a phone number, the Attorney General's Consumer Helpline. You can look that up online. I just I'll avoid giving it over the air, but it, you, then you can call that line and ask questions about how you're going to see your money if you have any of those products. I feel like I'm looking at over a hundred dollars right now. I'm real excited. I'll be also, calling. I don't think you after get, the show today. I don't think you get money if it was a gift. Well, but I there. I remember we bought two Snuggies. I mean, there's. No, I've got the, a lot. The cat toy one. Right. No, I know. I'm not going to get money back on that one. But trust me, bacon between the bacon bowls and the Snuggies, I'm. Yeah, I got some money coming to me. Hey. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's another. Uh, the Me Too movement has now turned into the Me Three movement, and Bradley Trainer is going to tell us what that means after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've been talking about the Me Too movement for months now on the Colleen and Bradley show on the My Talk on the My Talk 1071 streaming the live at the MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, the Me Too movement has taken yet another turn. It certainly has, and um, it's more like Me Three. Uh, look at me; I've got th- things to say about Me Too. But I wanted to start specifically to uh, make an example with an interview done uh, with Terry Gilliam or Gilliam and Terry Gilliam of course you would know him from things like Monty Python he also was the director of Brazil anyway he um, is working on some other stuff long story short he did this interview uh, uh, in where whereupon he decided to comment on me too and he said in this particular interview with AFP quote uh, the me too, or I should say he said the me too movement has become quote 
mob rule. It's a world of victims. I think some people did very well out of meeting with Harvey and others didn't. The ones who did knew what they were doing. These are adults we're talking about. Adults with a lot of ambition. Harvey opened the door for a few people. A night with Harvey, that's the price you pay. Some people paid the price. Others suffered from it. So in in this particular interview, you have Terry Gilliam saying, again, and we alluded to this earlier in the show when we kind of talked about how Barbara Streisand has reacted to the Me Too movement. You've got these people out there who feel some need to say that the Me Too movement has gone too far. And I'm not quite sure why. You know, they'll say things like mob rule. And I'm not sure, again, where the examples of mob rule are because I'm not sure that I don't see the person who's been unfairly uh, accused and had something taken away that down the road we didn't learn out or learn ended up being, you know, warranted or at the very least you could make an argument that some sort of punishment mm-hmm. was necessary. Mm-hmm. And also the punishments we're talking about typically are extremely rich people getting less money than they would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, you know, people being imprisoned, your your average worker being fired and losing his livelihood right okay like matt lauer not making any more money as a a, uh, host on today it does not seem it's like like his kids are going to go hungry the outgrowth of mob rule right so you have terry gilliam making this argument and it just seems so tone deaf to me and it seems like what they're really doing is they're they're being defensive for no reason Unless there's a reason, which brings me to the other part of this story. So Terry Gilliam comes out and says, mob rule, we've gone too far with this whole Me Too movement. And then and then we have Ellen Barkin come out and Ellen Barkin is barking a few words at Terry (laughs) Gilliam. And then uh, you see a headline like this. Ellen Barkin says, quote, never get into an elevator alone with Terry Gilliam. Ooh, say more about that. Well, we'd like her to, but she took to Twitter following Terry Gilliam's comments on the Me Too and Time's Up movement saying, uh, my hard-won advice, never get into an elevator alone with Terry Gilliam. She did not elaborate on that tweet, but it would Hmm. lead you to believe that perhaps she has a story or three Mm -hmm. about Terry Gilliam. And that would make you wonder if perhaps Terry Gilliam doth protest too much. And I always think that that's what I'm always skeptical about when somebody speaks out um, around the Me Too movement in such a... I mean, it's not like he said a couple words. He- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
she was going down a very deep rabbit hole about what is and isn't considered um, misconduct, what may or may not have happened to people who encountered Harvey Weinstein. I mean, he got really detailed about this. And I think the first thing you do is get kind of suspicious about that. Like, why is he so passionate about that yeah I, and i think honestly if if it's not I, I think there's two things going on honestly i think you have people like terry gilliam who thanks to ellen barkin's tweet perhaps you know he's got some own uh his own creepy skeletons in his closet mm-hmm. um but then i think you also just have this race of uh, of uh, very successful people in hollywood and beyond who want to protect their interest and feel like they're just one witch hunt away from losing everything and he Mm -hmm. and the reason that i wonder about terry gilliam uh, feeling that way is because in his interview he talks about matt damon and how matt damon was so unfairly you know uh targeted after matt damon made some kind of tone-deaf comments following the me too movement he said i feel sorry for someone like matt damon who's a decent human being he came out and said all men are not rapists and got beaten to death come on this is crazy to which I would say again, I feel like maybe you need to like think about that statement. Right. Matt Damon did not get beaten to death. Right. Matt Damon is still He's Matt fine. Damon. Yeah. He had a momentary dust up in the media and because he recovered of some tone fine. deaf comments yeah. that he then apologized for mm-hmm. and has since gone on to continue to be whatever. Like I don't think Matt Damon's career again, it's like people are so ready to say like, oh my God, the worst thing ever is going to happen. I don't know if it's because of like their own cynicism or their own insecurity mm-hmm. or their own defensiveness. but um, Or just trying to protect their own interests. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, um, thank you for, for sharing. I had not, I honestly had not heard that story at all. Um, when we come back, there are more D-bags in this world. Celebrities oh, always behaving trust. badly. Um, and today we have a surprise. It's a mini D-bag. Oh, fun. Little tiny baby D-bag. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We are no strangers to that behavior on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, who would we be if we did not point those celebrities out when they're behaving badly and call them a name. And that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. We got a mini D-Bag, a little teeny tiny D-Bag, a six-year-old D-Bag. I hate that I'm calling a child a D-Bag. Um... Okay, but You're this actually, a child I'm not. A I don't. I, I'm not really. Do you really feel good about that, Mother Lindstrom? Um. Okay. Don't. I was feeling confident about that until you called my motherhood into question. I mean, I'm just saying. I know. I'm usually the one who's like, children are horrible I creatures. Know. But here's the thing. Uh, this actually goes out to Beyonce and Jay Z because they have a time to correct yeah. this. Okay. I, well, and let me just clarify: children are horrible creatures. Because of their parents. (laughs) So I think that's what you're trying to say. In this case, yes. Because did you hear what Blue Ivy did over the weekend? Six-year-old Blue Ivy. Bloop Ivy. Bloop Ivy. uh, She was at an auction for wearable art. Like you do. Like you do. A wearable art gala or gala 
in Los Angeles. She uh, she went with her parents, which, you know, this is like this is their prerogative. And I actually kind of appreciate that they bring her everywhere to like adult events and she has to learn how to behave in front of adults. But something tells me the girl has been doing this for a long time anyway. So they she accompanied them to this wearable art gala in Los Angeles. She was, by the way, wearing a gold dress like her mother. I am sure it was worth upwards of a few thousand dollars. Well, she decided, I'm six. I would like to collect some art. Oh, God. So she was bidding against oh, and she adult celebrities. She first, first, she bid $19,000 on an acrylic painting of Sidney Poitier. She did not win that because Tyler Perry outbid a six-year-old for $20,000. 20 thousand dollars but let's just go back into the space where a six-year-old was raising her paddle for nineteen thousand dollars smart for her age okay her first word was gargantuan oh no that's kim kardashian and uh saint west so she did not win that piece however lest you think she decided that was fun and didn't want to add more to her bucket list at the age of six, Blue Ivy went on to place the winning bid for $10,000 for another piece uh, that was uh, created from deconstructed law and medical books. Oh, God, I, I really am in the wrong profession. Bilking celebrities out of their billions is should be my new goal. Seriously, I think that it doesn't appear to be that hard, no. apparently. Um, you know what? All you need to do is do some finger painting and get in front of Blue Ivy at an auction. You're good to go. $10,000 she put down. I mean, if I don't know whose money. Oh, and, I'm sure it's you know, hers lest- because I'm sure they're like, you really need to understand the importance of money because mommy and daddy won't be around forever. Oh, wait, their fortune will because they're so rich. I mean, they could Just fund a country. About, I mean... And I'm sure they do great things. You know that they do great things for people. They sure. spend lots of money on charity, more than you and I ever will. Their ability to do great in the world is is you know not to be not to be questioned or or challenged. But I just when I see stories like this, I'm like, this child is bidding tens of thousands of dollars on nothing. On um, yeah, basically, um, yeah. And Star Jones, by the way, she was the, the Star Jones. Star Jones. She bought. No, I'm just kidding. She Star Jones was the MC for the auction. Oh, well, that's what she's up to. Yeah, exactly. Celebrity and, auctioneer. Uh, and she basically was like talking during. She was like, "Oh, look at Blue Ivy has understood the value of collecting art." And I'm like, "No, Blue Ivy is no, six. No, no this she's is six this is horrible. Th- these people. It's to me, it's child abuse." Because, and yeah, same for the Kardashians, like you're giving your child a view of the world that doesn't exist. Same with, you know, those other kids, you know, those yeah, ones, those ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, those Over celebrity there. kids I'm talking about. I'm trying to the figure out, I'm trying the, to read. Oh, oh the, the, Smith. the Smith, the, yeah, those Pinkett Smith children, kids, Willow and Jaden, they have been not served by their parents. Well, right. I mean, I, I agree with you I, because I, they get to raise them like, you know, they're little humans. Or, uh, well, I mean, they are little humans, but you know what I'm saying? Little adults. adults. Yeah. 
The thing I think that is so hard for me with this blue ivy thing is like you can present an argument, right? That she's learning to value art. At no! six, she's not. No, at learning six, to value art is watching Sister Wendy yeah. episodes. At, she has never seen a Sydney Poitier movie at six years old. At six years old, she thinks it's fun to raise a paddle <sighs> and and spend uh, her her I guess her hard earned money that was earned by her parents and bequeathed her i don't know i just i i saw this and it's i could not bougie, not roll my eyes like entitledism i can't even <laughs> we are i mean i don't know i you know again they do great things in the world but i i just i feel bad for that child's like worldview i do too i really do i mean imagine i don't know anyway you know to each their own mm-hmm Speaking of and listen, two they've got own. two more back at home that we're going to get this kind of behavior from. So this is we got a lot to watch, y'all. Speaking of to each their own, I don't care if you want to talk to the dead. I just don't think it's a thing. So have you heard of um, Tyler Perry? His name's actually Tyler Henry. The, this is the guy who has a special where he he's reads like, celebrities. He's like the new. Um, Oh, Teresa Caputo, Teresa Caputo yeah. right? And I've said for years, like, I don't know what Teresa does, but she's got some kind of gift because she can tell people a story that they will just lock, stock and barrel believe and it'll like release their emotions. Mm-hmm. So she's got some skill. I don't deny that this uh, Tyler Henry does either, but I will tell you, have you ever watched his show? A little bit. Yes. It's, it's kind of creepy. Like there's just something not right about this whole thing. But anyway, he talks to the dead and there was an article in um, the Daily Mail that says Hollywood medium Tyler Henry claims everyone has a sixth sense that allows them to receive messages from the dead. And he shares three tips on how you can unlock your dead talking. Wow. I mean, you know, it's one thing if you are able to convince people that you can talk to the dead, but now you're going to try to get yahoos like your mom, not your mom, Mm -hmm. because your mom is smarter than this, but a mom to like be like I was watching that Tyler Henry and he told me that I could talk to the dead and so last night I talked to your aunt Janine and, and she we said why did you give my favorite hot pad to cousin John you know he'll never appreciate it so I need that hot pad back did you read what the three his three pointers are um, please read the three pointers remove distractions okay meditate Mm -hmm. and be open-minded okay so those are all little pieces of advice that my mom gave me when i needed to do homework yeah (laughs) remove distractions yep you don't need to do anything into your lift to be more intuitive it's more of a matter of taking away things that are distracting us i mean again it's like anything in life Mm -hmm. be more focused that's all he's really saying and i just again like he's done a wonderful job but i'm telling you you will not have to dig deep into this family to find some weird stuff. Really? Don't you think? I mean, well, probably a mother I, that would allow. And he says, like, you know, how old is he? He's young. He's a teenager. Well, he's 22 now, but I think he started this when he was a teenager. And, uh, you know, he allegedly had to convince his very conservative parents that he was a psychic after he was able to talk to his, you know, dead grandma. And I know there are people out there who are listening who are probably hating me for saying these things because they're probably very big fans of his. But um, it, it, I just think there's something more here. That, because why? Why do I say that, Colleen? Because what's my worldview? Because in Hollywood... 
everybody smokes and nothing is real. Yeah. And so I just feel like it's a little too perfect that here you have this, you know, made for TV face, you know, who's very, very adept at like just giving a good story Mm -hmm. to celebrities and people who you know, or in need that it just seems too polished. Well, I I think part of it is, I mean, in any, I mean, anytime somebody makes it onto television and they have their own show focused around them, you realize that it's for the producers. It's more about the story of that person. And this is the story of a young person who, you know, whether or not you believe he had gifts is neither here nor there because Again, it was a young person, a kind of an adorable blonde kid, and he had a great story. So, you know, he could be doing just about anything, but they were going to be able to package him and sell him. And they have, and we're buying it. Yeah. And so are I'm the just celebrities. Saying, you can't talk to the dad. You're I going mean, out in a limb here. You can talk to them. Yeah. I don't know that they're listening. Or they might be listening. But I don't think they can talk back. Okay. When we and if com- they do, I would just encourage you to maybe talk to a healthcare professional. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time, you guys. One forty-five. Oh, I almost forgotten. Oh no, you lie! You lie, Bradley. Is I've been studying all weekend. Everything you've been studying, everything yeah, for the, the throw all the trivia throwback live at one forty-five. I'm sorry, the th- yeah throwback live at one forty-five. Stop. Leave me alone. Don't try to toss me off my game. Bradley has seven wins to my three. Yeah, that's not so bad. Well, that was the nicest thing you've said so far. I was saying my performance was not so bad, but sure, yours too. We're going to do the throwback live at 145 after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's time. It's 1145. <laughs> nope, it's not. It's 145. My God, you are oh my off God. your game today, honey. No, maybe I'm on my game. Maybe all my focus is on my game on the well, Colleen and Bradley show we'll on see. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom versus Bradley Trainer in the throwback go. live at 145. Thanks, Rocco. It's time for the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We will play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three clips will win the Throwback Live at 145. Bradley and Colleen will buzz in by yelling out their own first names. Pretty simple. All you got to do is get it right. Oh, okay. I get nervous when I have to do this. I get gassy. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So well, if I toot, I apologize. Oh my gosh. Okay. On that note, let's just do this <laughs> On thing. that note, I'm going to play the first vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify the following. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Colleen. Bradley Trainer. Oh, you did. Colleen. That's the godfather. Yes, Queen. That is Marlon Brando from The Godfather. Let's listen one more time. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Going to make him an offer he can't refuse refuse. from the original Godfather, the first scene. Also from the great movie ride in Disney World, which is now closed down. Okay. What? Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. sorry about All that. Right. Sorry about that. All <sighs> right. So Colleen one, Bradley zero. Moving oh. on to our like second vintage yeah. pop culture audio clip. Please identify 
the following. Bradley Trainer. I love Lucy. <laughs> that was pretty That's amazing. Right. I gotta How did you applaud that? that. I did know it, but you knew it first. I needed to hear you heard like the beginning trill and you were all in. I needed trill. to hear the very beginning, like the first couple notes. I don't know what you're saying right now. You don't care. Why'd you ask? Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Well, Tied. One Brad- to one. Bradley has one point. Colleen has one point. Please, are you I don't nervous yet? Are you nervous? Oh, no, Look, it's a tie. That nervous. means that there could be a possibility of either Colleen or Bradley winning. So we're going to play our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Five. Colleen! Five. Five dollar foot longs. It's oh. the Subway commercial. Five dollar oh. foot longs. Yes, That's Remember when there was a time? Five dollar, five dollar foot long. When we couldn't yes. escape the five dollar foot long jingle from uh, Subway sandwiches. Yes. Thank you, Colleen. Colleen no, thank now you. has two points. Bradley, two to, one. two to one. It's still anybody's game. It's still anybody's game. I'm going Probably to play nine. the fourth She's vintage. Cocky. Oh, mm-hmm. look at you, Colleen. All mm-hmm. right, I'm going to play this vintage pop culture audio clip. Can you identify this? Bradley Trainer. That is the uh, opening for the audio Dolby at a movie. When you go see a movie, Dolby oh. Audio, Dolby, Dolby. Uh. Sorry, Bradley. I'm gonna play this more. It's not Dolby. THX. The audience oh. is listening. So close. Today is the best day of I won. All right, Colleen Lindstrom. Congratulations, Colleen Lindstrom. You just won the throwback live at 145. You're still nowhere near my wins. I've got seven. Colleen Lindstrom, you just won a pair of jet skis. Yes, thank you. A pair. A pair of Mm -hmm. jet skis from Skidoo. Go on. It's Sea-Doo. That's true. I'm gonna go see and do on my see do's. Also, does it come? How many? What are we up to, Holly? Hold on. How many I'm not done asking about my prize. Be quiet. You can, you can get Stop. it later. Does oh it come God, with a life so jacket and/or a helmet? Full accessories included with your prize. Thank you. You're welcome. How many wins do I have, Holly? I don't know. I yes, bet you, you do. do. I bet you do. Yeah, Seven to Colleen's four. Listen. Seven to four. Well, she's coming up from behind. And I that's sure have. It's anybody's game. Don't the- underestimate my ability to come up from behind. I'm so happy right now. Don't try to steal that Why? from me. <laughs> well, look, the throwback live at 145 every day is anybody's game. That's Fake the fun news. part. <gasps> He's bitter right now. So No, I'm not bitter. I'm just, you know. Bitter. What are you doing over there, Bradley? Shaking my nuts. All right. I, I got won. nothing else to do. I won. All right. So speaking of uh, winners. Oh, speaking of nuts. Oh, wow. Um, can we totally talk about segue. Renee Zellweger? Sure. No, seriously, we should. Um, we give her such a hard time, mostly because of her face. Um, but truly, she deserves some props recently because of her face, actually. And that's all we have to go on. Um, she is literally unrecognizable. Uh, in a, as herself. As herself, yeah. Yeah. R- Renee Zellweger, unrecognizable as Judy Garland in the first look from her upcoming biopic. This was a... a an image that was published by the uh, the production 
on Twitter, and it shows some principal photography that started in London today, which looks pretty amazing. Actually, it was no, it was today. The thing for me that is striking about this, uh, this still, this publicity still from the from the movie, um, is her the way her body is. It it the, I mean the her her the way she's standing is so characteristic of Judy Garland that you can just tell she has really embodied the the role. What? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Um, I that to me was even more than her face, even more than the wig, even more than the outfit. It's the way she's standing that I'm like, oh, okay, so she's she's going method yeah, on her, this one. Her makeup looks great, the hair looks great, and you got to remember because I know some people will probably look at this and say she doesn't look like Judy Garland, but you got to remember this is Judy during a very and in fact, if you were going to criticize anything, you'd say she looked too good because mm-hmm. the one thing that. Um, people may not realize is that this particular part of Judy Garland's life was not a good one. She was underweight. She was gaunt. She looked like a hot mess. And sadly, this was right before her untimely death in 1969. Mm -hmm. She was just 47 years old. So, um, you know, hopefully this is not too glamorous a look um, and that they will portray her as she was, which truly was just at a really sad, sad place in her life. You know, here's one thing I'm curious about with this movie um, is how much her daughters have been involved, if at all, or are they signing off on the movie um, in the first place? I'm always curious about that when, um, when the children are still living, like, are they involved in the telling of the story at all? Are they involved behind the scenes? Oftentimes, um, because there will be people playing them in the movie, do they meet with those people? Um, because often we hear stories about the surviving relatives and whether or not they're, they're you know on board with a, a biopic being made or not i've not read anything about their involvement but i can say that the this particular movie was crafted um and again the movie's called judy and i my life with judy garland was crafted from notes that sid luft which he was her third husband uh he'd left unfinished before his death in 2005 presumably for a book but um what's fascinating about that we talked about sid luft last week mm-hmm. and uh some of the just dumb things that were his in his original book about their life together mm-hmm. interesting all right, well, thank you for, for bringing that, yeah. Bradley. Now, when we come back, uh, Bradley finally saw Black Panther over the weekend. And he had the best time at the theater. The movie, great. The theater, even better. Oh, no. Uh, what? No, or actually, not. Oh, 